Upon my last visit to Dollywood, there was a certain wall that caught my attention, and it should for you too. This wall hides the backside of Big Bear Mountain from a potential expansion plot, very reminiscent of the wall which bordered Dragonflyer before Big Bear opened as a Wildwood Grove Part 2. And hey, you all know me as the theory guy, so today I'm going to try to tie up some loose ends and we might just solve Dollywood's next coaster. A few years ago now, I predicted a high-thrill multi-launch coaster by Vacoma for a Wildwood Grove Phase 2. Now, when I made that prediction, we still weren't quite sure what plans Dollywood had for the remaining land, whether they wanted to continue that family-based land or switch it up and develop some higher thrill rides. After all, they ended up getting that Vacoma launch coaster, but definitely in a family style, showing us that, yes, they want to keep expanding with family rides. Now that some time has passed, I want to throw around a new list of predictions which could come and occupy this remaining land behind Big Bear, while debunking some fun fan theories that, yeah, would work awesome at the park, but just not in this area. First and foremost, is this land even of any interest to Dollywood for a park expansion? Even though any plans to develop this area are locked in the Dollywood vault far from me, we can't know for certain. But there are some hints, such as the way Big Bear is laid out. Yep, you heard that right. Big Bear is configured to attach itself to a final Wildwood expansion. Hear me out. Big Bear is a really fun fit for the park, winding in and out of itself. But there's one moment where it sends riders subterrain. It's a strange design choice considering it only goes underground once, and is in the back corner distant from any other attraction, so it's not trying to avoid anything. It actually would have saved a good amount of money had it just stay above ground. It all looks strange until you see this bridge connects to that expansion plot, acting almost like a pathway in. Of course, it's smart to plan this sort of thing out in advance, and this bridge might just be our first glance at some future plans. It's always smart to try and debunk ourselves, so if this isn't a pathway connecting to a new land, what could it be? At first, I was thinking it could act as some sort of behind-the-scenes access entrance into the land. Wildwood Grove has lots of landscaping that needs keeping up, grass that needs to be cut, trees that need to be trimmed. This could be a subtle bridge to get trucks into that land. But here's my issue with that. Wildwood has already been around for some years, so if they need an entrance in, they would have already built it. And why a bridge? Why not keep the track above ground? There wouldn't be any sort of clearance issue because a part of the track already passes over this path. And the nail in the coffin here is that there are no latches or hinges that may suggest that this is in any way a gate. I simply find it more convincing that this bridge is another interaction with the plaza to boost guest experience passing into this new area. And at the very least, it's kind of weird to have a dead end right here, especially one that goes right into a wooden wall. And I'll mention it again, this wooden fence is definitely temporary like the one which blocked off Dragonflyer from the land that Big Bear now sits on. So, that's what we're going off of. This nicely paved bridge, might I add, is the first bit of new path leading into a new attraction. Now that's all said and done, let's get into some fun theoretical predictions. These are all made after analyzing coaster companies Dollywood works with, any gaps in their lineup they might want to fill, and what would be a good complement to the rest of Wildwood Grove and its two coasters. 
First up, but least likely, is a Vacoma Family Boomerang. I see this as a great opportunity to have a dueling coaster. These fun family rides have simple layouts, starting off with a backwards lift, then winding around a lower thrill layout. The biggest con with this would certainly be capacity, as this type of layout only lets one train board at a time. However, this can be creatively solved by having two sides to double capacity. We've seen this type of thing done before, and I wouldn't put it past Dollywood to give it a shot. If Dragonflyer and Big Bear tells us anything about Dollywood, it shows us they have a good relationship with the coaster designer Vacoma. Vacoma is very much the type of builder to work around a park's needs and even develop new technology if the need arises. If interested in continuing that partnership with Vacoma, I believe it would be a family boomerang. Or if not, then definitely some sort of other family coaster by Vacoma that might be a little bit more capacity friendly. This next pick, I can't tell if it's more likely or unlikely. It's yet another wooden coaster. I know when I say that, a lot of you will immediately turn your heads towards Thunderhead or Lightning Rod, but it's certainly not uncommon for parks to have two, three, or even more woodies. Look at places like Holiday World, Mount Olympus, Silverwood. And being located in the Smoky Mountains, more specifically going to a land named Wildwood Grove, a wooden coaster would be a great fit for that theme. And I don't think Dollywood is scared of wooden coasters. If they were, they wouldn't have gone with the world's first launching wooden coaster. Yeah, that ride has its own issues, but is still by far the most popular ride at Dollywood. Sorry, Wild Eagle. A specific model I could see is one of those Gravity Group family woodies, but modified to run two trains, so we don't run into that same issue as the boomerang. And I mentioned this first over a GCI because I think that this style fits what Dollywood is going for with Wildwood Grove over something like Invader, which I feel is still too big. And they already own one of these models at Kentucky Kingdom, so they're familiar with its operations. With that said, a GCI wouldn't be a bad fit either, especially because they could always shrink it down. Though I'm not sure how small GCI can go. Gravity Group always brags about how their Timberliner trains can take really tight turns, which is why these rides are so small. GCI had to design a new train to get that same turn radius, but those trains aren't as kid-friendly, so that's why I'm going to settle with the Gravity Group. The only other major pro for the GCI over the Gravity Group would be they already built Thunderhead. That just makes it easier for the maintenance team ordering parts, working with one vendor rather than two. Now it's time to get into some fun fan theories. A few years back, Dollywood showed off some interest in building either a hyper coaster, extreme spinning coaster, and or an indoor launch coaster. They did this to see the reception among people like you and myself, but really just led to people like myself overanalyzing where each of these attractions could go in the park. And all of these are without question fantastic fits for Dollywood, but two of these three would work especially well within Wildwood Grove. Believe it or not, the first is the Mox Spinning Coaster. Universal Orlando is currently building their new theme park, which features a Mock Family Spinning Coaster. Time Traveler at Silver Dollar City, a park under the same company as Dollywood, is a ride that's done wonders for that park. Toning that thrill down to the family level would have the same effect at Dollywood. And the one under construction at Epic Universe is made up of some launches and some gentle banking turns, but also has what we call a swing launch. It's a portion of track where the train goes forwards and backwards a few times before cresting a larger hill. This feature has become more popular in recent years, found on rides like Tigris or Pantheon. For a minute, I was also considering a Mauer spinning coaster. It's more of that chaotic spinner for families, though it'd be cheaper 
I think it comes at a bigger cost. And what I mean by that is the support structure is kind of ugly, and I don't think that aesthetic fits with Dollywood's vision for Wildwood Grove. The other option is a B&M Giga. This is a 300 foot, 90 mile an hour coaster. Nah, I'm just playing. But that would be really cool though, maybe on a mountain somewhere else in the park. The other option I have is the indoor coaster but I have a theory on this. I don't think it would be an indoor launch coaster because they just got Big Bear. I think Dolly would split up the indoor aspect from Big Bear because they wanted a family launch coaster, but are deciding if they want to follow through with building a new ground up indoor attraction or refurbish Blazing Fury the same way as Fire in the Hole at Silver Dollar City. I think they're going to keep a close eye on the reception of Fire in the Hole, and if people like it, they'll do that same sort of thing to Blazing Fury. Aside from Blazing Fury, it's also worth mentioning that when Dollywood showed off what coasters they might have an interest in building, they also showed off some dark rides, and one of them looks oddly familiar. Black Bear Mountain. When you read through the description of this ride, you can begin to connect some similarities to Big Bear the coaster. For instance, the Jeep-like vehicles, or the whole theme of the ride being centered around finding a bear. And that's why they built Big Bear, because they didn't want to gamble on the launch coaster side of things, because that's what they wanted anyways. Let's say they don't want to rebuild Blazing Fury. What would be a fun ground-up indoor attraction for Wildwood Grove? Again, I don't think it would be a launch coaster because of Big Bear, so I'm going to go out on a limb here and say we could be getting a mock inverted powered coaster. This coaster is composed of both indoor thematic sections and outdoor coaster sections, but has a very interesting feature where the seats will rotate to turn you towards the action. This greatly improves ride storytelling, almost like a dark ride coaster. It'd be a one-of-a-kind ride in the whole region. And no, I don't think it takes away from Dragonflyer, especially if it's used to expand upon Wildwood Grove's storyline and branch out new variety. Those same people who love Dragonflyer, like myself, will certainly be queuing up for this. That concludes our list of predictions. If interested in taking part in future prediction videos, consider buckling into that subscribe button down below. What do you think will come to Dollywood over the Big Bear Bridge? Post it down below. I love reading what you guys have to say. Anyways, thank you all for watching. I'm Zach, your go-to for all sorts of theme park media, and I will catch you in the next one.